Oh, boy. I'm really enjoying the helicopter. Sounds like the opening oh. scene for Commando. <laughs> Where's my daughter? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Hello and welcome into a Halloween mini episode of Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville and over in Boston we have Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy? Good evening, Max. (laughs) It's a ghoulish night here in Boston. Yes. Yeah, and I'm doing good. Excellent. And in Portland, Maine, we have the dream crusher, Bill Dooley. How are you, Bill? I'm doing well, dream crusher. I haven't been called that in like two weeks. That's so nice. I'm doing well. Thanks, Max. I'm assuming Sam called you that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not yet. Not yet. Once (laughs) once the child is born, though, I imagine that's what my name will be. (laughs) The Daddy dream crusher. (laughs) DC. Yeah, and uh, making a special guest appearance is one of the originals, or one of the originals from the dicks in the back row, Mr. Mike Preble, who was kind enough to take some time out of insulating his cardboard box. How are you, Preble? Um, I'm doing very well, Max. I, it's a lot of it's a lot harder to find scraps of insulation than you would think, um, and I've been at it for months, and I'm I'm still short. It's a lot harder to find it down on uh, Cape Cod, there, Mike. There's not as many uh, pories around to discard things, right? <laughs> you would be surprised. Um, <laughs> but but yes, generally we do. We don't. We don't have the industry that we did in Boston, so I have to fight harder to gain my scraps. Ah, uh, it's a lot of sandcastles for Preble. Yeah. <laughs> but but think of all the seagulls you have to eat. I mean, that's just a lot of free meals. <laughs> Much high m- protein. Oh yeah, it's a lot more meat than these damn pigeons <laughs> back in the city. Well. We had a busy week, so instead of a movie, we decided to take a stroll down Nostalgia Lane, and we're going to be talking about The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 5, which originally aired on October 30th in 1994. I missed the 90s Simpsons, so this was a, this was a treat. I, I've definitely seen some, you know, newer, I probably haven't seen a Simpsons episode in like three or four years, but you know, relatively new. Uh and I've never enjoyed them for, for quite a long time. And I really thought this was, this was going to kind of like ruin my nostalgic opinion of the, of the Simpsons. And it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was, it was still so funny. Yeah. I feel like the Simpsons are like Vince Carter now. It's like just absolutely dominant for the first like 10 years. And now it's like averaging five points a game. <laughs> won't get like 30 feet from the hoop. Just stays on the three point line. Doesn't move. That's actually a, an incredibly apt comparison. I think it is, too. I, I didn't know where you were going when you initially started it, but I support it, Max. I think it was very accurate. Thank you. It's like, okay, Vince, Vince Sanity, where are we going from here? <laughs> the dunk contest, okay, good, to whatever else he did after that. <laughs> to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, oh, no, Vince, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hey, uh, team's the on now. question that came up today. Um, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what team he's on now. But all right, I got a question for you guys about basketball. Mm-hmm. Why are the Utah Jazz named the Jazz? Is is Utah known for music? No, they moved from New Orleans. Exactly. Yeah. So why didn't they rename the team? It's a good point, Bill. The Lakers are originally from Minnesota, and Minnesota's a lot of lakes, so that's mm-hmm. why they're called the Lakers. Are you, you serious? Say this? Yep. Yeah, I'm not kidding. That's also true. <laughs> the Grizzlies. Because the NBA has... The Grizzlies are yep, from Vancouver originally. They moved to Memphis. There's no yep. Grizzlies. Oh my god! Black Read Bears. a book, Bill Christ. Watch, yeah, watch uh, basketball. Too many, 
I feel like we're just educating a third world person right now. Bill, <laughs> Bill has no information up in Maine. <laughs> yeah, so that's, why no, he's, I, that's why his connection was so slow. Bill's just trying to connect two electric wires together. Like, come on, Wi-Fi. Right. Go. <laughs> the rest of us are communicating over like fiber optic cables, just light pulses going back and forth at speed of light. There's just pigeons flying back and forth for Bill. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I mean, look, ever since we hit eight months, Sam has really slowed down on the pedal bike. Uh, I, don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I guess it makes sense, but it still pisses me off. Yeah. You're not hitting her hard enough, Bill. <laughs> oh, boy. Hopefully Sam doesn't listen to this. Oh, God. Or anybody oh, else, oh, really. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> I thought it was, it's nice to get a live preble group. That's, that's nice. I know, it takes a while. You know, like. I know, I, don't have to edit. I might still edit one in over preble, but you yeah, never know. Fine. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. That makes sense, right? <laughs> uh. All right, well, this is going to be new waters for us since we typically stay away from straight up comedy because I'm just afraid that we're going to end up just quoting stuff back and forth, which might end up happening, but... Let's just see how it goes. Yes. <laughs> we'll find out. All of my notes are just quotes. So <laughs> I know. good luck, everyone. <laughs> it's just there's so many freaking amazing quotes. It's just one after the other. I, uh, I, know. I was trying to kind of get over what the plot was. So I Googled just like this this episode and wrote down script because they have all the old Simpsons scripts online. And I was just laughing out loud just reading it after just watching it. <laughs> it's, just, it's so freaking funny. But um, so you get a cold open with Marge warning the audience that the kids shouldn't watch this episode because it's too scary. And um, I was going to say that I feel like they don't do this anymore, which I kind of miss because I remember remember them doing this a couple of times in a row. But I guess they did it last season. So they took like 27 years off in between or something. And I guess there was a real I guess it was pretty graphic, like third episode or whatever uh, last year. So, yeah. But um, I just love how they just intentionally did it just to piss off all the like the overbearing parents. You know, they thought that the Simpsons were like the worst influence of American children. Which is hilarious now because oh of the Internet. Right. Like right. people thought this was bad. And it's like, oh, my. It's like we like these kids turned out like generally like, OK, like, could you imagine what the kids now that like they were thinking it's like these parents are like. Like they could find whatever they want on the internet. Here it's like you're watching like The Simpsons. People are like this is the end times. <laughs> well, it's kind of hypocritical too because those those are parents that like grew up in movies like Stand by Me and stuff. <laughs> Stand by Me is literally about a journey for people to go to young children to go see a dead body. So I, mean, I don't think The Simpsons is really that bad of an influence yeah. in comparison to some of the things that they were watching. Was anybody else not allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up? I was allowed. Uh, I was not allowed to watch South Park. I think my parents tried to implement certain, um, like certain rules like that, but then gave up yeah. once they realized how futile it was. <laughs> That's kind of there, there was there was a pretty hard rule of no Simpsons in my household for for a while. Like, and if I put it on, my mom would like turn the TV off and be pissed. And then I think it just became a, a losing battle. Like she just free, like she, she just lost the will to fight. Yeah, yeah, I don't think any of my parents ever were like, "Don't watch it." My mom just strongly disapproved. She just doesn't like it or appreciate it. So, but I always just was like, this wins Peabody Awards, mom. This wins Peabody <laughs> Awards. She's just like, I don't care. If Harvard so, right, writers. Oh, makes Michael, it, they makes make poop <laughs> Exactly, yeah. They, they swear on TV. They have like, sexual yes. innuendo that went over your head, but it didn't go over mine. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It was like, mom, just don't say anything. It'll be fine. I'm, I'm not getting it. 
I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for Homer to say something. <laughs> My mom actually liked it. So I think that's, that's also a reason why I watched it. I used to yeah. watch it with her when I was a kid, but then it was weird <laughs> things, but then I couldn't watch wrestling. I was not allowed to watch wrestling ever. So I was never a wrestling fan, but then I could okay. watch the Simpsons and watch like R rated movies when I was like seven. <laughs> but you know, I turned out great. That was actually, for some reason I was allowed to watch wrestling and, uh, and, and, and the Simpsons were on at seven thirty on Fox and they segued right into eight o'clock, uh, uh, UPN Thursday. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. So, so that was usually how I got my Simpsons fix in because I could go and sneak away and watch the seven thirty before the wrestling came on. Well, you know, so statistically wise, so many, there's just so many more children that died from watching the Simpsons and wrestling. <laughs> that's true I, I saw a graphic once <laughs> all right well so uh you know marge is talking then bart hijacks it with a radio transmission but homer then just ruins the mood which um i think is very similar to whenever derek comes on and we start warming up on an episode <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the same exact thing <laughs> he is homer simpson <laughs> he has yes. the same shaped head if you look at it it's like the same shaped head body shapes getting He's there kind of going bald a very similar diet. <laughs> a very similar yeah. diet. Yeah, I would say the exact same diet. Yes. <laughs> I've seen yeah. him eat. He Any- makes the same noises. <laughs> just the... <laughs> yep. Well, uh, then you get the creative uh, couch opening gag, which I didn't write anything down except for the fact that James Hell Brooks, like as far as the name, is every single year. <laughs> like he yeah. never changes it. He didn't give a shit. No. He was like, all right, this is good enough. And just left. It's like, bye. See you later. This is the most creative I'm going to be. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he's he's just one of the producers. Like he's yeah, done like a bunch of Hollywood stuff too. Um, he's kind of the one who got the show off it, like on the air originally back in the day. Oh, nice. All right. Well, time for the first of three horror tales. The first being the shitting. Which actually does a really good <laughs> job of summarizing the entire Shining movie in like six minutes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen The Shining, oh, so that's very helpful. <laughs> I've seen The Shining through my fingers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we've we've talked about this, Max. I'm a pee pants. I'm not going to watch The Shining. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you're of the same more. age or the same era that just like I feel like all of us, we all watch this episode first and then we watch The Shining. So you're going to be doing the same thing, except you're going to be thirty yeah. with a child and not <laughs> and not nine. <laughs> You, uh, I may, I may watch the Simpsons episode with my child. I'm not gonna watch the movie, Max. Throw on the understand. Shining. First movie. That's when, that's when your child says it to you with her head rotates like one hundred eighty degrees, and that's when your horror movie ends. Yeah, that's I would kill that. <laughs> A Homer Simpson scream, and then straight out the window. So. The Simpsons drive past Bill's house on their way to Overlook Hotel in Maine. As, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it takes place in Maine, Bill. You don't know because you haven't seen it. Um, as you get the the day, the shining doesn't take place in Maine. Oh, it takes place in Colorado, doesn't it? Colorado, right? Oh, I was damn say, it! Yeah. Oh, nice job, Max, Fuck you, fucking idiot! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a hot news take now. for everybody. Max doesn't. Max hasn't even seen The Shining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shame on me for thinking that a Stephen King book took place in Maine. <laughs> yes. Shame, Max. Agreed. But after this, you know, you get the the day of the week title card gag, which is oh my hilarious. God. Oh my God. <laughs> to this day, so it makes me laugh out loud. I know. So, Bill, this is in the movie too. This is how they kind of set it up as far as the days go. They do the bing, and they have like Tuesday, 
and then goes into the next one. The, the, the whole the whole setup too, where where he finally goes like when they say like, oh, we left Grandpa at the gas station. <laughs> he just ignores her and keeps on driving. I was dying. Uh, at I love it. Just grinding I love his it teeth. because nobody loves Grandpa. Everyone hates his guts <laughs> the whole time. And when he reappears later, it, it's so funny. <laughs> Which one of you is Grandpa's little helper? It's animals just look at each other. <laughs> Uh, so after this, Mr. Burns has given them the tour, saying how the house was built on an ancient Indian burial ground and had numerous satanic rituals when the elevator <laughs> full of blood spills into the hallway. Hmm, that's interesting. The elevator usually gets out, the blood usually gets out of the second floor. <laughs> 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 oh, after this, Willie tells Bart that he has the shinning after Bart reads his thoughts. And I love that Willie was about to yell at the kid, and then he just says to himself, "Ah, oh, easy. His dad's gonna kill his entire family in a few days." <laughs> it's a very Willie reaction, though. To be fair, it's like a psychopath. I like the scene uh. where um, Mr. Burns takes away all the beer and um, takes away the TV, <laughs> and Smith is just like, "This might be like the cause of the last caretaker murdering his family." He's like, "Well." If it happens, I owe you a coke. Yeah. <laughs> like very like trading places, you know what I mean? Yeah. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after this too, you got Homer who's just like, oh, hmm, TV doesn't seem to work. Oh, no beer either. It's like, Homer, you're taking this pretty well. <laughs> I'll kill you! I'll kill all you! Again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then Lisa, uh, is dad going to kill us? And Marge just answering, we're just going to have to wait and see. I know, it's such a Marge thing to say. Yeah. But then Homer just says, don't worry, there's plenty of things that keep me occupied. Maybe I'll just check that axe collection. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Mo being um, Mo being like the ghostly bartender is hilarious. Like, they'll be they'll be way happier as ghosts. I don't know. Yeah. You don't seem that happy. I'm happy. Can't you see I'm happy? La 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 la. Now go kill your family. No, <laughs> go off your family. No, yeah, exactly. like that. that's what he's like. Go off your family. I'm just like ah. Uh, so then after this, you get the typewriter scene where it's actually kind of creepy with all the writing all over the walls. I thought that was actually a nice mm-hmm. little spin. Feeling fine. <laughs> Oh, that's reassuring. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine that's what Paco's hotel rooms are like when the maids walk in. No Papa John's and beer makes Derek something something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The the gout clattered up my brain. I can't think of something something after that. No chicken wings? <sighs> oh, oh, God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you got Homer, who's just kind of doing the Jack Nicholson, like, give me the bat, give me the bat. Oh, my God. Also hilarious that he just looks at himself in the mirror, scares himself, and just falls down all the stairs. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that and the, uh, he's doing all those three stooge noises, which really just makes me laugh, like, Yeah, exactly. He's just, like, following. Break break glass in case of spousal insanity or whatever. There it is. Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. Marge is like, shh. That's such a Conan joke right there. It's like that, those little gags like that. Yeah. He's tucking these in. It's great. Yeah. And then uh, shortly after this, you got Jason Voorhees, Pinhead, Freddy Krueger, Dracula, the mummy, and the Wolfman just dragging <laughs> Homer out of the food locker. <laughs> yeah, all the Mom, ghouls. Homer, me and the ghouls are concerned that the project isn't getting complete in the right timeline. <laughs> Can't talk eating. Yeah. Can't talk eating. He's just shoving his face full of food. <laughs> just drive, no, no! Yeah, and just, <laughs> just screaming. <laughs> oh God! 
Then, uh, so Homer then tries to attack the family. So Marge sends out a distress radio call to check oh with him, which does not go over well. <laughs> oh, over! Thank God, I was really getting worried about that. <laughs> God, what a Wiggum response! Like the worst cop, or the worst cop ever. It's just like, oh, all right, see ya. I need to get down to the bottom of this. Oh, maybe I'll just drink some of this warm cream first. Just passes out. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> he... <laughs> oh, God, this has turned into quotes. It's fine. All yeah, right. There's <laughs> only one way to do The Simpsons. It's the only way you can do it. Um, so if this bard then uses his shinning to get Willie, but then he's just immediately killed with an axe by Homer, which won't be the last time you see this in this, in this <laughs> episode. Before Homer can kill the whole family, Lisa picks up Willie's portable TV so the family sits down in the snow and then freezes to death watching the Tony Awards. <laughs> Anger rising. <laughs> uh, and I'll, this, this part also has one of my favorite quotes. Sorry, sorry, listeners, but what is he goes when he grabs it for the first time and he sees the TV, he goes, teach your mother secret lover. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, who would ever say that <laughs> for a television? Urge uh, to kill. Fading. 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 Rising. Rising. Yeah, Fading. That is just Tim. That makes me think of Tim whenever he's in like line at the DMV or something. Urge to kill rising. Anytime. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. It's really just more my bipolar disorder, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's random, Matt. It's random. Anytime, anytime Tim's walking down the street and people are not walking single file, people are just like 10 abreast. Yes. <laughs> That is, an, that is a reasonable reason to be very upset, though. I mean, that is an outrageous move to pull. Yeah, <laughs> Did that never happen let. recently? It happens to me all the time whenever I walk. Uh, and I'm like, listen, I understand you like this person, but you need to be aware. You know, it's like, oh, it's like my girlfriend or whoever. And you're side by side. It's like, this has enough for two people. We need one going this way and one going this way. You need to move or I'm just going to run over you. <laughs> it's usually the two people that are usually doing it are two people who are having this oddly fake sort of um, mechanical earnest conversation and they're talking very loudly <laughs> as though they want everyone else around them to hear what they're saying because they're interested in their attention. And that just leads to them being oblivious to the fact that they're literally taking up the entire sidewalk during rush hour. <laughs> it's not good. One, one last thing I'll say, Max, about this is that the music at the Tony Awards, I don't know if you have this as like a tidbit, mm-hmm. no. that music is the music that they play at the end of this episode. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's the song they all dance to. So, oh, that's, so, that's good. That is it's good. a catch there. To- Fortunately, I haven't, I've only seen this episode once, I swear, one time, <laughs> that I once. haven't been... One time, and I picked up all these little tidbits. <laughs> it's be you know that one because of your extensive show tunes uh, knowledge. Is that right? Mike? That's also true. Mm-hmm. As a as an as a fan of of musicals, specifically Stephen Stoneheim. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Other than that, though, it's all trash. Cats, cats, the movie. Oh, what boy. what no. nightmare fuel? What who, who nightmare who fuel? Who wanted that? Who asked for that? No one. Nobody. Nobody. I did. <laughs> Tim's like, ah, oh, me? Sorry. I love I've been, cats. I've been on a letter writing campaign for 15 years. <laughs> it finally paid off. <laughs> Tim took the Andy Dufresne uh, methodology and just wrote a letter every day. Yeah. Yep. Dear Mr. Cat Producer. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. I would like to say that I am extremely interested in a theatrical version of the play Cats. 
I hope you included all of these pauses into your letter writing. I think they're, <laughs> dot, they dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was say, a lot of ellipses, but yeah, a lot of ellipses. it's really it's good. Written, it's written on one-inch ruled paper, <laughs> and I, I put a, a word on every other line. <laughs> Tim crawled through 500 yards of shit that get the movie Cats greenlit. <laughs> and then on the other side of it, no one wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> you have to crawl right back. One, one diehard <laughs> fan. That's 10 football fields of shit. <laughs> All right, let's move into the second short titled Time and Punishment. And this is probably one of the fate like this is just my humor. It opens up with like with uh, Homer's hand stuck in the toaster, which is just oh so stupid and just so funny. <laughs> Makes no sense. It was so funny. It's, Dad, it's, it's in there again. Why this is such an issue is is beyond me, but it's a great way to get the episode started for Homer to have to fix it. it is. Like, okay, sure. That's fine. It should be easy to fix. I just need the right tool. Smashes it with a rock. <laughs> but the other was, That's hilarious. Especially now, like I, I don't know I don't know if I enjoyed it quite as much as a kid, but watching it as like as an adult homeowner now who tries to fix things that I have no no reason or no, yeah. no uh, acumen to fix. Like I completely understood where it was coming as long as I have the right tools. And then you grab the closest pliers that you have and try and use them as a hammer. I mean, like it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I will say I love the part two as well because then it just cuts to morning. So it just means the Homer has been working on fixing this toaster the entire evening. <laughs> yep. And this is and this is what he has come up with. A time machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did take a break to get some test toast that he put in his front pocket. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say the test shirt. toast in the pocket is pure gold. <laughs> so uh, he does. He puts his toaster down. And he goes straight into the prehistoric times. So then uh, Homer recounts his dad's wedding day advice, which is the butterfly effect. And then he immediately kills a big fly. <laughs> you go stupid, squish now. Stupid bug, you go squish now. <laughs> <laughs> you go squish. Uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed too when he was traveling back when uh, when he crossed uh, Mr. Peabody yes. and the, mm. the kid and the, and like they they talk to each other a little bit and the, the kid says one thing and Mr. Peabody just fucking shuts him down. <laughs> Quiet. <you> know? right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kid always was a little piss hand. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, oh, what a nerd. <laughs> So uh, first up on the new world is it just an enslaved world ruled by Flanders, where his family sent a, a re-education camp and is then lobotomized. That lobotomy scene is actually pretty pretty grotesque and scary. Yeah, I wrote that. I, that's why I wrote that. It's like kind of disturbing. <laughs> Brain in the jar. It really is. Yeah. Join oh. us, Father. <laughs> well, it's it's bliss. It's <laughs> That is freaky. It's like, oh my God, get me out of this. Reneducation, yeah. <laughs> you gotta love, gotta love some fine wordplay. <laughs> so then, after this, Homer is then able to escape and sent back in time, where then he runs away from a T Rex and promptly falls on a walking fish. <laughs> Makes up like the farting sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish I hadn't sat on that fish. Fish. <laughs> so uh, for this one, Bart and Lisa are just giants, and they try to kill Homer. So then he runs right back in again. 
<laughs> then you get the best one. Or one of the best ones, actually. The next few ones are few are great. But so uh, Homer goes I back think, in time I think, again. I think this is the best one. <laughs> yeah. Just goes back in time, sneezes at the T-Rex, and then just causes like a chain reaction that kills everything that's living on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because he's just like, this is going to cost me. That was what made it the best, was the reaction. <laughs> Homer has self-awareness. It's pterodactyls just falling out of the sky, just like landing on the ground. Dude, that's something that oh I think God. is so funny. Like the sudden <laughs> drop of everything just hitting the ground like at a million miles an hour is hilarious. <laughs> but you know, obviously this is the best one. This new reality is like Homer's like best world where they're rich and Patty and Selma are dead. But then there's no such thing as donuts. So he just freaks out and just runs back in. Yeah. Oh, no, no. But there are donuts. Oh, yes. They rain from the sky. <laughs> it's too late though for Homer though. <laughs> I like just like they zoom in on him screaming three times in a row. Ah! 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 That's some of like the best art in this entire show is whenever Homer screams and his tongue is just out yes. of his mouth is uh, hilarious. Yeah. So Homer just keeps on fucking things up, but thankfully Will is here to help. But then he's just axed to death by Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I can get you. But you have to do exactly as I yeah! <laughs> Every single time, Willie's trying to help as best as he can. Uh. They got James Earl Jones just playing Maggie, which has also become a weird thing to see in the credits. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was actually James Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, Bill. Oh, yes. So then this is my favorite one, though. It's just the hilarious meltdown by Homer when he just starts beating the shit out of everything near him. And, like, things are coming at him. And he's just, like, punching lizards and, like, stepping on little bugs on the ground, like, squishing them. Yeah. Hitting plants. Yeah, Why not? Punching plants. <laughs> I love it. But um, to wrap this one up, Homer uh, goes back to a normal enough world where people are eating food like frogs. And he just pretty much just says, fuck it. Just stays <laughs> close enough, close yeah, enough. yeah that's a that's a best one close <laughs> enough and just go just go with it how much different would the world have to be for you guys to just be like oh, i can't do this anymore hmm. <sighs> like would you be able to deal with like everyone around eats like a lizard and you don't see that's the and the you don't is the part that would bother me because mm. you would now what, be you, a, don't... you would now be a freak yeah you'd be like one somebody eating like a lizard mm. right exactly and also, like the world is, yeah, we're just be, wouldn't be designed for you. Even though there's like a fork there in for Homer to eat in the scene, it's like in. I guess if this was to be true, then like that Ooh. wouldn't exist, right? There'd be like no utensils. That's true. It's a great. It's a great observation. Well, there would still be some utensils. You well, know, they'd probably be spoons. But well, you might need a fork and a knife so you can cut stuff, and then you can lick it. Right. You ever seen a cat drink out of a bowl, Bill? <laughs> think about the opportunities. What if you made a fork, and then all of a sudden you became the guy that made a fork? Mm. And a millionaire. That's true. That's true. Mm. And here's the thing, too. Given uh, given the position that he was in at that time, where he had been nearly killed like 15 times, you know, I would probably accept lizard people as as close enough for <laughs> just the sake of not almost dying again. Yeah, you know? probably, probably a good idea. If that was my first go around, I'd probably try and go back and fix it, which would be a terrible decision. Yes. Well, you never know. I mean, they might have some benefits. You never know what Marge is going to be able to do in the bedroom now, too. I had the same thought. <laughs> Good. I'm just glad everyone's real, on the same page. Just a real good rusty trombone. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What, I don't what, what do you What do you mean? You know. I, 
I don't. This is when Derek smashes through all of our walls simultaneously. <laughs> like, hold on, y'all. Like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, do you guys want me to take this way beyond the, the limit of good taste? <laughs> oh. It's like the tangy taste of looking at an asshole. Get it, Tim? <laughs> don't need that description. <laughs> Too much detail. Perfect. <laughs> all right. One more, which is probably the most graphic one, um, which is the uh, the Nightmare yeah. Cafe. So my first note here is detention looks like a Trump ice camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so topical. Kids pressed up against the, the ceiling because they can't move anymore. I did love that. <laughs> well, you should have thought of that before you made the paper airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> can't breathe. <laughs> Uh, but besides that, I don't, I don't really know how to summarize this just besides the fact that the teachers want to eat all the students. So, I mean, I, I do like the fact that they have a theme for every kid that they eat. Yep. So make they it, got sloppy Jimbo's. Day. Yeah. Hooter Broughton. Hooter Broughton. Hooter Broughton. So funny. So the, stupid. So stupid. And the, and the sandwich, I mean, just like asking for seconds. That whole scene was hilarious. Oh, my God. So starts, yeah. Skinner starts licking his. Can I have another? Can I have another? Let's Jimbo, have another one. Oh, no. Sloppy Jimbo. <laughs> Dude, there's so there, again. There's so many wonderful things in this one. Like when they look at the grade F meat, it says mostly circus animals, some filler. Yes. I was like, oh my god, is that true? <laughs> but also uh, the other thing I was thinking, the other thing I was really thinking about though is when you know, so when they spill this, you know, when a uh, lunch lady Doris spills all this stuff on Jim and Jimbo and like. Skinner, first of all, just places his hands on a child. Like he's going to beat the hell out of him, which is a real problem in, in in today's age. But also, what a hard turn. Like, if you if you <laughs> yes. spilled, like, delicious stuff on me, I hope someone the next the next thought in their mind wouldn't be, you know what we should really do? Murder Mike and eat him because <laughs> some, a, a sauce tastes good on him because well, that applies to everybody and everything. No, no, no. Well, they, they set it up perfectly. They just They just said – how they have they have to use this terrible terrible meat and like oh I just wish there was some way we could solve both of our problems if, <laughs> yes. if I was if if I just came, if somebody just came to me and like you know what like the price of hamburger meat just went up a thousandfold I can't afford hamburgers anymore and then somebody spilled barbecue sauce on you Mike and I realized oh, maybe mm. I could just grind up some Mike <laughs> yeah I mean I I'm not gonna lie I have licked a lovely bechamel off of you Mike and I had a similar thought. So. <laughs> But I think that was a. I think that was to to eat in a different manner. Uh, mm, my goodness, Michael! <laughs> <laughs> Delectable, <laughs> like in the French way of being ah, weird. Yes, being, being European. Right. That's what I'd say. Speaking of European, so my question to you guys: What would Derek taste like, and what would you make out of him? Oh my God, dude! Salt. <clears throat> Derek. Derek would taste <laughs> yeah. like Just, salt. Yeah. Cured meat. Yeah, I don't. Think he is cured meat right now. Say, I was just gonna say I don't even think you'd have to cook him. I think if you ate him raw like sushi, it would just taste like beef jerky. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you you just have to flince away a bit of the gout, and other than that, yeah. you're fine, right? Yes. Paco would taste like mussels that are growing at the outlet of a nuclear power plant <laughs> um, that have been blended up. With garbage bag juice, and then <laughs> stored out in the in the sun for upwards of three years, <laughs> I would say that's how he would taste. 
think you're way off though about about picking out the gout. I imagine the gout crystals would kind of be like pop rocks. You know what I mean? Like it'd be a nice delectable candy for after. Flavor crystals. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. You pop them in. They probably crinkle in your mouth a little bit. Yeah. Nothing says better than uric acid buildup. (laughs) Gout makes you tender. Mm. Does it make you? Does it make you uh, more tough? Mm. Mm, That's a good point. Well, I would think that his sedentary lifestyle has made him some some pretty pretty tender meat. Right, right. Yeah. He's like veal. <laughs> he he's not one of the free range children. He's one of the caged children. And right. it's like, don't struggle. You make yourself all. What does Skinner say? He's like, you'll Stringy, make yourself all stringy. <laughs> stringy. Things on the cage with a spatula. <laughs> like Paco yeah. would be a chicken. But like when Peta came in and like freed all like the chickens in the in the factory farms. And all the chickens went running out into the free range, like, yes, this is great. We're in the free pocket. Would be like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I'm sitting here to feed me. This is great. I don't know what y'all are talking about. More chicken feed for me. So Paco was up here a few weeks ago, um, and he brought up the story again of the time that you made him walk, you know, like a half a mile from Fenway to, to your apartment or whatever. It, Scarred. It, it is less than a mile. <laughs> he was like, it was no less than 45 minutes into the walk before I complained. I was like, Paco, that's not a 45 minute walk. Yeah, no, by no, itself. Way. no, no, <laughs> it's less than a mile. It's like three quarters of a mile. Yeah. And I think I, we took maybe 10 steps. And he's like, God damn it. What are we going to get? <laughs> You're still in the stadium, Derek. She's like, we were here an hour ago. <laughs> Oh, God, okay. where am I? I admit this might be just the gout infesting <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Tim, I do have uh, one, one thing from this episode. Can you imagine how much better you would have done at school if homework was eat a stick of butter? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I'd be at Harvard. You'd be exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. It, it, going back to Dark real quick, too. As far as his food goes, what I was, what I was thinking was Paco Tacos. Paco tacos. Paco tacos. Just runny, off-color meat with way too much salt. It kind of smells like sulfur and sweat. Off-color meat. Yeah, I think Paco would make a good carnitas. So, so a lot of fat. You could stew them in it. I feel like you just described Taco Bell. So Paco would be Taco Bell. Wow, that's that is right. That is correct. Paco would be Taco Bell. But let's just be clear: there'd be absolutely no diced tomatoes or any of that shit. Literally, just be like sour cream, cheese. <laughs> it is, it's in those Dorito, uh, the crust, like the Dorito, uh, whatever the fuck you call them. Shells. Or what is that gross ass one where it's like it's a fried chicken taco shell? Chalupa, like, mother. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like you motherfucker. <laughs> All right, well, so now there's only four kids left: Bart, Lisa, Millhouse, and some random kid who drops a pencil, so he's out. Um, I also do love the, what the uh, the teachers are reading: the joys of cooking Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> It could be could any be one of us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love it. The last three kids try to escape, but they're caught. But thankfully, Willie's there to save the day. No way he gets axed for the third time in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love reoccurring jokes like that. They always get me. I love them. Three of I them. Too. Ugh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> Just dies. <laughs> So uh, my brother, my brother Tom was uh, stayed the night last night, and uh, he had never seen this episode before. So when Willie runs out, be like, "I'm here to save your kids!" He just started cracking up as he knew it was coming. <laughs> then just boom! Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful rule of threes. I love it. Yeah. So 
Now all the kids are uh, or all the kids are pinned up against this massive blender full of nightmares as they all fall to their deaths. Pretty morbid. But then uh, Bart wakes up in the entire family in his bedroom, so there's nothing to worry about except for that fog that turns people inside out. Which Homer uh, <laughs> just use some cheap weather stripping so they all fucking go inside out. Damn cheap weather stripping. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can see Bill doing when he when like the end times are coming. You know what I mean? Like Sam's like. Bill, we should really get this like new, like impermeable weather stripping because of all the toxic air out there. No, no, we're not paying for that crap. We're getting the cheap stuff. I used to breathe air all, all, all the time. And then all of a sudden- We got saran wrap in the house. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, the unfortunate thing is that's that's entirely plausible and very, very- <laughs> I, I like, I absolutely go to the store right now. I'll be looking at like the, the store brand weather stripping and the regular stuff and the store brand's like two ninety nine a foot and the other one's like 30 bucks a foot. And I'm like, I'm not paying that crap. That's bullshit. <laughs> There's no difference between this. There's definitely a difference. There's always a difference. <laughs> The store yes. brand weather strip, you just like it just feels like a breeze every time you cross the <laughs> Good enough. All right. Well, so the episode wraps up with the most Simpsons thing ever, which is just the show tune as their blood just splatters all over the room. And then Santa's little helper just drags Bart away like a toy boy, <laughs> yeah, uh, like a toy bone. Toy boy. I don't know, the, I don't know what the boy. fuck I was going to say there. Jesus. <laughs> toy boy. Max. <laughs> boy toy Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I can't read. <laughs> the best part about this as well, but I, I always find this interesting, is Marge's hair is always like a part of her anatomy because there are blood <laughs> vessels in it. It's hair. Oh, I didn't catch Why? that. Yeah. And then this oh, is the funny. music that now we heard at the uh, at the Tony Awards in the first in the first episode. This is the, this is it. Yep. <laughs> One. Willie comes in. Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it is interesting when you see them like that without their features, just like how similar a lot of like the men, the male characters are. Oh, yeah. They're all shaped like Homer, like him, yep. Krusty. Oh, I you mean, know, they're all have like the, that little shape. Krusty and, and Homer, are the exact same person. Um, originally, when they like the first season, they were considering that Homer was going to be Krusty. <laughs> that, like that was like the whole joke is that Bart hates Homer, but he loves Krusty. And he's actually both of them. That's like that's why they're so identical. Yeah. Which is hilarious. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about for this episode before we wrap up? No. Good. All right. That's the episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Good to find everyone. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Nick. (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) Hey, where's my wristwatch? Oh, no. Oh, no. Some sleepy gas for you and some sleepy gas for me. Night night. I could I could listen to Preble and Max just do do the Simpsons voices back and forth all night. That's- all day. <laughs> yep. Right. Also, it's Lewis is the other boy that drops the pencil. Lewis. His God. his name is Lewis. God damn. How, how, how the and fuck again, I've only that? ever seen this episode one time. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough.